You are listening to The Yoni Codes, where every week we explore the secret mysteries of the divine feminine through the reclamation of motherhood, entrepreneurship, and relationship. Through the gates of your yoni and held within your womb are secret codes that, when activated, spark magic, healing, and rebirth. The Yoni Codes are the wisdom keys to harnessing your power, healing your lineage, and expressing your magic in the world. We believe that if every woman unlocks the Yoni Codes within themselves, the ripple effect will be the healing of our collective. I'm Melissa April. I'm Catherine Blanco. Let us dive into the mysteries together. Hey. Hey, <laughs> we're still figuring out how to jump into our podcast. <laughs> Welcome, Yoni Decoders. <laughs> yeah, the Yoni Decoders. Or Yoni, the Yoni Decoders, <laughs> here to decode the mysteries of the universe. Yeah. Back with Melissa and Catherine. <laughs> I know, I know. And if it's your first time, you're hooked already because of that intro. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if we didn't get you there, hopefully this conversation will be the selling point. (laughs) 100%. So here we are, January 2022. And we wanted to talk about something very much on brand, on in theme with the yoni codes which is rebirth and Mm -hmm. we wanted to bring new beginnings to the conversation and really talk about what this is and what this means and what this looks like and why it's important and and why it's so you know it's relevant right now because we're we're literally in a new year and a new number and um and there's just a new energy i feel like as a collective we hold these new years as this this chance, this opportunity for change, this opportunity for something new, for new beginnings to come through. And mm-hmm. um, if you, I, you know, we're, I think we're both on the same page where we're not into the whole resolution situation around New Year's. Yeah. And there's a reason for that in Steep with Stillness. You can go back and check that out. Um, it's a really good one, by the way. Uh, but we can't deny that there's a new energy that comes with a new year. Yes. When, yeah, we, you, you're feeling it right now. It's not just us that are experiencing it, not just with the changing of the, like flipping over the calendar year, but you also see it all over our media as well. There's a lot, like there's, definite certain industries like the fitness industry the diet industry are also taking advantage of this new year new you um sort of tagline and we it's very easy for us to be caught up in erasing everything that happened in 2021 and like this is our opportunity for fresh new start let's open that new book to a fresh page and and begin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think what's important about new beginnings and opening that fresh page is that it, you can really do this anytime. 
Like you don't have to just yeah. wait for the new year to do that, right? Something's not working in your life now, you get to shift it. If something happened to you now, you get to move through it and something new is on the other side for you. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes we don't always have the the say in when a new beginning will happen because life is happening and things are happening and we're not in control of things outside of ourselves. Sometimes we're not in control of what is happening within ourselves. So, um, yeah. So sometimes I think we're often propelled into these periods of rebirth and with rebirth, you know, there's all, there's the death part. There's the, the letting go part, the, and sometimes it is a physical death and sometimes it's a energetic death. And sometimes, um, it's, there's many ways that this can present itself, but it's always followed by a new beginning, always followed by the rebirth. I think it's really easy when something is beginning, when something is starting to want to forget what just happened, want to forget the past. To, to bypass in a way the death process. Yeah. So we just want to start fresh, be a new person, new year, new you, but completely forget about the lessons that brought you to that place. Yeah. And you think last year at this time, you know, uh, 2020 moving into 2021 and it was like, everybody was so excited for January because it meant that 2020 was over. It meant that our whole world was turned upside down with the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And what did you hear all over the place was like, thank God, like 2020 was a shit show. 2020 was this, 2020 was that like new year, let's move on, you know, there was a new president, there was a new, there was so much new things happening and everybody just wanted to move forward and forget. Totally. But but it's kind of a perfect example because it just followed us through, you know, like, Oh yeah. (laughs) That's the thing is like, just because you turn the page on the calendar, just because there's a new energy of a new year, it doesn't negate the fact that we just went through what we went through that part of that is still going to come with us until we transmute that, until we look at it, until we face that shadow. And if, and we need to be able to integrate it, integrate the lessons because otherwise we're going to repeat a cycle again. We can say we're starting fresh, but if we're not integrating what we just went through, if we can't integrate the shadow, the death, then our rebirth isn't going to have anything anchoring it, it, that it's going to feel flat. It's not going to be sustainable, that new beginning. Yeah. And I think that's why it's interesting as you're talking, because I'm like that, maybe that's why New New Year's resolutions often, what do they, I can't remember what the statistics are, but like, by the end of January, most people are over the most resolutions, right? Yeah. And it's like, well, if the thing that you were really wanting to shift or change or do or whatever it is, if it was that important, well, no, that's not to say that it's not important, but it's like, if you were integrating the shadow part, if you were really like, 
working with this part of you that you're trying to leave behind, maybe it would stick longer. Mm-hmm. Because what if, what if you need to do some more healing? What if the, there, I feel like that, that's the disconnect is, is that, especially with the New Year's resolutions, it's like, well, sometimes perhaps that, um, that habit that you see as negative or that new fitness regimen that you want to incorporate into your life like those could be band-aid surface solutions to something deeper that needs to be healed or brought Mm. forward into our awareness totally yeah and I think you probably maybe relate to this as well as a entrepreneur and I mean, this is the chatter all over. It's like, this is going to be the year that my business really takes off. This is going to be the year. Oh, yeah. X many followers. This is going to be the year that I hit this income goal. This is going to be the year that I, you know, start my podcast. This is going to be the year. And we have all of these things that we say, like, this is going to be the year that things happen. And then if it doesn't, it's almost like this false start, this false new beginning, this and, and not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just that we put these timelines on things. We put these timelines on the new beginnings as if things are linear and make sense. <laughs> yeah. Know? And that obstacles and, and challenges and, you know, things don't happen when they do. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, how can we set ourselves up in these new beginnings and be with a healing process that feels good? while still walking towards the things that we desire for ourselves. Yeah. How do we bring, yeah. How do we, how do we bring the lessons forward into our new beginning? Mm-hmm. And can we? Yeah. Honestly, with like, I'm trying to like, I'm racking my brain trying to think of, a new year's like story that I I don't think I have, (laughs) (laughs) but what I can say is, and I think this is why I don't subscribe to the whole new year's resolution thing. And I kind of try to stay out of, out of that energy of like, this is going to be the year that things do this. Like I'm more and more kind of moving away from that because I just don't think that that's how life works. Um, my last, you know, a few years ago I had, I guess this was, it would have been in 2019. I had my last miscarriage in 2019, the, um, at the end of the summer. And it was the most, one of the most excruciating things I'd ever been through. It was so heartbreaking and like it, it took a big emotional, mental, physical, spiritual toll on me. And now in hindsight, I can say that I'm so grateful that it happened. But when I look at what happened in between, I had gone through so much in-depth healing. And I had this incredible spiritual awakening that I went through. And I went through an intense period of integrating what came through during this miscarriage. Um, And it really served me. And it Mm -hmm. was 
it was the it was essentially the process the death of the death that the death cycle that had to happen before I went into this period of rebirth when I did get pregnant again and I and and it and it was a successful pregnancy quote unquote and I and I carried my twins and and everything was wonderful but you know that for me was like a big new beginning that for me was like the this this the beginning of a whole new life for me it wasn't just the beginning of a new year it was the beginning of a new me it was the beginning of like this relationship that I built with myself um and so I think it's just oh and and you did conceive the babies in, in January uh, yeah March oh yeah okay Mar yeah in March but Sorry. I started yeah. I but it was part of that journey where it was like I remember at the beginning of that year my partner and I um it was it was very much this new energy of like okay we're gonna give this one more go this year right so and you were starting the conception journey again again at the beginning and, yeah. but we had gone through months of processing and integrating what had happened and doing a lot of really deep healing and we continued that from january all the way to march um and so in a way i guess it was we were kind of riding that energy we were making some big decisions for ourselves and how we were going to move forward um if things didn't work out with having a child and it was a process of surrender it was like the healing journey that i was on was about surrender it was about releasing identities that i was so so fixated on and I was mm. clinging to and i had to go through this process of shedding and letting these things die letting these things move through letting these things go away um and that's heavy work it's heavy lifting yeah so when i th when i think of rebirth now this is like the stuff that i think about is like there's a whole process that goes into okay well i want to lose weight i want to I want to hit my next income goal. Like, what am I leaving? What am I, what, what am I integrating? What am I healing? What's still in there that I need to process and, and learn from? It's not just as simple as like, okay, I'm just going to forget what I did last year because that didn't work and start this new thing. And I'm not going to, I'm just going to completely ignore all of the lessons and wisdom that are wanting to come through. Now yes. for me, it's a much more in-depth process because I had that one experience. I mean, that was just one of lots of experiences that I've had, but it was a pivotal one for me. That was a very pivotal one that started one of your bigger rebirth processes. Yeah. Just having the baby. Yeah. And it was, was very clearly, deep. yeah. And it was very clearly like, oh, like the theme of my birth was rebirth. Because mm -hmm. I, I just knew that I was in this rebirth period. So, um, so happy new year like <laughs> i want you to have all of your wildest dreams come true and and don't forget the darkness that brought you to the light don't forget don't forget the mucky mucky mushy part of the 
metamorphosis phase where you're literally a blob of nothing and have to come back and form into the butterfly. Like we need to honor that phase too. Mm-hmm. And I think our society is really quick to flip the page and, and, and be like, mm, no, none of that happened. You just were the butterfly. And it's like, well, no, there was wisdom in the, in the gooey, <laughs> in the gooey metamorphosis phase where we needed darkness and stillness and, and reflection before we could come through. Mm, that's so perfectly put. Such a good example. So how, how do you feel like, what was the most, what was the most uh, pivotal in your journey in terms of incorporating or integrating the, the death cycle? Like how do you have a practice that we could offer our listeners to help them embody that process? A couple of things that I did, you know, one being a big identity, identity shedding exercise. Um, But the other thing that I did to really integrate what was happening for me was like, honestly was developing a really um, consistent meditation practice that where I moved away from guided meditation and it became more about me being with myself, not trying to turn anything off. Like it, it wasn't about turning thoughts off or it was just like, can I sit in stillness with myself? Can I sit in stillness without the distraction and the chatter that pulls me away from myself? And I started off really slow or actually things revved up really quickly, but, um, you know, it would be like sitting in a 10 minute meditation and sometimes it would be me like staring at a plant just to get myself in my body. Like a Mm -hmm. lot of this was about coming back to my body and just like, can I just be instead of trying to like do things. And once I started getting really good at that, my meditation started becoming longer and longer and longer and longer. Well, I was sitting in meditation for like an hour and a half and I don't necessarily think that you need to do that, but it was how, um, that was how much I was integrating. Um, and then it started to extend outward. So like now I'm going to start meditating while I'm walking and now I'm going to start connecting mm-hmm. to my body in this way when I'm having sex and I'm going to start connecting to my body in this way while I'm eating and I'm going to start. So everything became really hyper intentionally intentional about coming back to the body Mm -hmm. and coming back to myself without distraction. Um, Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. That makes sense. And I started writing about it, like what was coming through for me. So it was, it was very much like a process of discovery without expecting anything to come through. I didn't know what was necessarily happening. I just knew that big things were shifting and I was needing to let go of a lot of things. And I was needing to be with a lot of that stuff that was moving through. So just letting your pen hit the paper and like 
allowing whatever was going to come through like no agenda just like free flow free flow and it activated you know I this is when like I I had a massive spiritual awakening around this time so Mm. I was having visions and I was channeling so much I didn't know really what was happening so I did have to get a spiritual coach to help me sort through some of these because it was really it was a lot and there's a lot of big things coming up but again it was I think it was the openness and like just the readiness to like I am ready to move forward I am ready to let this part go in a loving way and honor it and integrate what I need to integrate and move forward from this really empowered place I am ready for that let's go Mm. and I think that's what kind of cracked me wide open and and my way isn't necessarily going to be your way but I do really believe that coming back to your body is the most important thing you can do for yourself the biggest thing that you can do for yourself when you're moving through this period of death and integration well as you saying that um it's so fascinating because i'm thinking back to i guess my first real i would say new beginning in my adult life was becoming a mother for the first time um, with Sarah. So I was 20 when, when I conceived her and I was just barely a woman at that point, really. Like (laughs) I was just coming into my womanhood, learning to pay bills and rent and life, you know? Um, and in my first like adult relationship (laughs) and, and navigating that and learning who I was as Catherine as a woman um and then conceiving her so swiftly and easily and moving through her pregnancy which was a whole coming home to my body in and of itself and then birthing her and then be on the other side of that rebirth process and integrating both Catherine as woman and Catherine as mother. Mm. And it's so interesting because when I started to really feel that call to come back to Catherine as woman was around nine months postpartum. And what I did was find a movement practice. And that's actually when I found Pilates which then introduced me to yoga but I started going to Pilates (laughs) class and it was a way for me to start to come into my body to again because pregnancy I was so embodied and then there was then having having uh Sarah and the breastfeeding journey that I had and and so forth um there i started to only see myself as mother Mm. and that practice allowed me to um separate my identity a little bit and and remember who i was outside of motherhood so i i find it so fascinating that your meditation practice and and embodiment and even simply coming into yourself with your food and 
it's a very similar journey. Um, it's just so fascinating. It's fascinating to me that our bodies are so important for this type of healing and integration. Yeah. And the more and more I move through my journey, I'm realizing how key our body really is. Like it's this, it's this, what is it called? I'm trying to, I'm like spacing on the word, like a 3D, a 3D printer. (laughs) But it's like of like the universe of like the cosmos of like the divine. It's like, we're here and, and our, our body contains this intelligence of all of that. And like, so it's always come back to your body because there's so Mm -hmm. much wisdom that lives within it. Yeah. And I think we have, and I think in order for us to like become a conduit, a channel, uh, a vessel for, you know, spirit, for spirit, for yeah, essence, <laughs> for the divine to move through, we do have to be connected to our bodies in a very intimate, sacred way. And mm-hmm. so I think this is why movement and meditation and like embodiment practices like this are so important yeah um and again like even going a level deeper like into the womb space and and the the yoni right and that much more intelligence and magic and wisdom a hundred percent yeah well i mean with pilates a lot of it is about the pelvic floor and and connecting with that part of yourself so um yeah, so it's just interesting that that was already incorporated in into the movement that I was attracted to at the time. Mm. So. Oh my god, I just had this like it's like an intuitive thing. Yeah, and I and I think that's what it is. Like if you're just opening yourself to your intuition, we're gonna all come back to the same things. Like this mm-hmm. is so. I think this is so universal. If we just stop and listen. Yeah. But. I just had this like image of like if you got struck by lightning and you were in water or in the air like you would just (laughs) Mm -hmm. you would get electrocuted um but like if you have a grounding like if you're I mean this is maybe maybe I don't understand electricity completely let's be honest but like if you (laughs) if you have something to ground yourself Mm-hmm. And there's a safe space for the electrical current to move through. It's like you're good, like you're grounded, you're safe. Yeah, you're you're here. But if you're just floating up in nowhere, and this this current that is meant to come through you isn't grounded, it's gonna make you feel really, really like in the chaos, and it really hard to come back to yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think this is like what can happen with new beginnings is because we're not grounded and we're not, you know, we're not connected to the healing process, which connects us to our body. So we're not feeling that like ground. Yeah. Does this make sense? I'm like, yeah. In my head, like thinking of this. No, like... well, no, because it, it, it has nowhere to go because yeah. if you don't have, um, if you don't have embodiment practices, if you, 
if you don't have a way to connect into your physical being, any sort of uh, new beginning, whether it be a physical one um, or a more spiritual new beginning or a calendar new beginning, if there's nowhere for that new spacious energy to go, it's just going to create a frazzled being. You're not going to be able to stay in it. You're going to be in this high and it's going to fizzle out by February. You know, yes. like there isn't going to be a grounding for it. I, that, I think that's a perfect representation of what we're speaking to here. Yeah. 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 And if I think back to like when I had my miscarriage, if I didn't ground myself in that way, I would have just spiraled into deeper and deeper into my depression yes and probably engaged in more unhealthy behaviors that took me away from myself instead of brought me closer to myself oh yeah how common is it to hear about numbing the body like the the wine mom culture the like you know like there's a whole there's a whole industry that preys on that sort of Mm. disassociation from being yeah um and it's very easy to fall into that place when we don't have anything to hold on to, to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. This is so powerful and like really has me thinking now about all of this as we embark love in 2022. We, yeah. We just take a, we're uh, stroking, like a little... our, we're stroking our... Our, our pretend goatees right now. Yeah. <laughs> our wisdom whiskers. <laughs> I do have a couple of those. Jealous. Jealous. <laughs> yeah. It comes with wisdom. <laughs> One day you'll get it. But I love how we've taken this like conversation about new beginnings and of course yeah found a, a uncovered and a yoni code here. Yeah. So the yoni code is harnessing the shadow, the shadow through embodiment practices in order to move through to the other side to to be reborn, to... To ground yourself in your rebirth. Yeah. To to arrive in your rebirth. To arrive in your rebirth. We must be grounded into our bodies. I think that's the only code. I think that's it. That feels like a really big one. It does. It is a big one. It is a big one. It feels like... But it's big, but it's also really simple. It's like, come back to the body. The body knows everything. The body knows how to move through this new beginning. It knows how to take you through. It knows exactly what to do. We just have to come back to it. And to come back to it, we have to be willing to heal ourselves by facing our shadows and and and, integrating. Sticking, sitting in that mucky, mucky part of the metamorphosis. Yeah. and, And not bypassing straight to the butterfly. And to step into this new beginning of a new year, um, how can we bring last year's lessons into this one yeah. and, and anchor into our bodies in the process? 
Mm. I love it. One more thing kind of came to me just when mm, we ended, which is if we just bypassed the cocoon and the metamorphosis and we just became the butterfly, like we might not be ready to be the butterfly. Yeah. Like we might get there and be like, how do I work these wings? How do I, how do I do this? What do I, like, what am I supposed to do now that I'm here? How do I hold this and the energy of the butterfly? So it's like, it's so yeah. important that we we're learning how to become the person that we are through this metamorphosis, through this journey of embodiment. Through the death of who we were once were. Mm. Maybe that's the antidote. Oh my God. There's so many. <laughs> okay. This is a fun conversation as always. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you for tuning in. And thanks, Melissa. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you on the IG or here next week. Yeah. Sounds good. Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to this Yoni Code. If this episode moved, inspired, or flat out entertained you, please head over to iTunes and give us five stars or share with a friend. Follow us on Instagram at the Yoni Codes to continue the conversation. Oh, and make sure to click on the link in the profile for other ways to connect. We look forward to unlocking the next Yoni Code together.